Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. La Lanterna. A Spotlight in Italian Football is a podcast that dives into the beautiful game seen from the eyes of two fans from the oldest team in Italy's point of view. My name is Fabrizio Cardone, Canadian and Genovese, together with my friend Matt Killen, an American-born and Genoa fan. Every week, we'll tell you all you need to know about the only team you need to know about, Genoa CFC. Plus, we'll have guests, and provide updates from around the magical world of Italian football. Ciao, everyone from La Lantana Podcast on our Express episode. Hey, Matt, how are you doing? Ciao, Fabri. How's it going? Good, good. So, I have to say that people reached out to us and saying, well, why, why not? You're not doing like, especially there's a midweek game and so on. You're not doing a podcast. So what are we going to do? We're going to skip it. No, we're going to put it in this, uh, this express uh, type of episode. Yeah. So it, it's been, it's been a week, but there's also been a lot of stuff going on in, in the world of Genoa. And so I think we've got some good things to talk about um, for anyone that wants to know or, or, go back into the match at Cosenza uh, this past weekend. Uh, we encourage you to listen to the Lego football pod. Uh, it's a great pod. It comes out every week. Um, we try to hop in there whenever we can because we love it, but it's it's an excellent kind of showcase of all the ins and outs and everything going on in Italian football. And uh, Fabri and I were, were on the last one kind of breaking down the match and some of the big moments that happened there. So uh, obviously a good win at Cosenza and, and glad to have the three points. Um, but for just a skip in there, just thanks yeah. to David Ferini all yes. the time. Thank you for the great space. Also, he gave us on his pod. Sorry, David, go on. Yes, uh, David Ferini, the the host of Lego Football, um, very talented guy, and he's he's got it down pat too. This podcasting thing, yeah, absolutely. Um, so and one one other thing, I wanted to apologize to our lined up guest that we had. We were going to record. First on Tuesday, then on Thursday, then we had to cancel it yesterday. And that's why we put out that message that we we're going to skip this week. But here we are, of course. So I wanted to apologize again, uh, even uh, officially with our with our guest, which is Rob from uh, Señor de Calcio. But we'll definitely have him later on in one of our next episodes. There we go. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. And uh, sincerest apologies, but it should be a great conversation in the future. Absolutely. So what happened? So we said to Nana. Uh, it's the next one coming up. We talked about the Cosenza. So 2-1 final. Quick recap. So we, that's a good three points away. Uh, the, 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 um, the, the streak is going quite well. So we're, we're catching up there. And there were one point to the sole uh, lead in the Serie A, which is Ternana, which is Serie our B. next. But, Sorry, Serie B, but we want Serie A. 
<laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> well, I'm that's thinking it, about that's it. I'm, 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 I'm there already. <laughs> I guess. I don't know why. <laughs> Anyways, so one point to the lead in, in Serie B, which is Ternana. And uh, there's like a whole bunch of people at, uh, at the second spot. Yes. Yeah, the table is really um, very, very crowded right now. I think uh, we're even with, with Bari, Frosinone, and Regina now, um, all on 18 points. And we've got a few clubs right behind us, too, on 16 with Parma and Brescia. Cagliari sitting in eighth at, at 14. So, you and Sutirol. You don't forget our and friends Yes, fair. Sutirol also on 14 on, on, uh, on ninth place. So the whole thing, it's, it's amazing. It's it's nine positions separated by five points so far. Um, so we're not, not in the clear by any means, but good to be where we are, I think, for sure. Absolutely. So during the week, we had Coppa Italia coming up that came up, and Genoa had played at the Ferraris against Spal. So what should we start saying about the match? Well, um, of course, we, we ended up getting the victory within the match. I think it's probably interesting to note some of the changes in, in the lineup that were there, too, as well for, for Genoa um, lining up against Spal. So we did have uh, Yeboah coming in to start, uh, Portanova in, in as kind of that kind of central midfield, attacking midfield role. First time he started, actually, in a, a few matches. I can't remember how many it's been. Um we have Badel back in the lineup now, also after kind of Strootman kind of having his ascendancy. And I think in the defense, we've seen a little bit of some of these players in and out. I thought it was interesting that Hefty got some run um, after kind of sitting behind Sibeli the last few. And you have Semper and goal for, I think, the first match of, of the campaign, if I'm not mistaken. He may be played in one of the other Coupa Italia matches. That's um, correct. So, uh, yeah, I mean, a little bit of a rotate, rotation within the side, but that's exactly kind of what you expect with a cup. And I still think uh, was a pretty strong side. You know, it's not like we were taking this, this match lightly. Well, no, like De Rossi as the coach on, on the Spal side, obviously he's waking up, shooken up, taking on the, the team and so on. You can see already his sort of like touch. Yeah. Um, obviously, I think still on the paper, it uh, even he admitted that it was not going to be like, easy for them uh and one thing i wanted to point out and i'm i'm not too sure if you even noticed that but uh if you look at our lineup that you were just just talking about there were a lot of uh, benchers so what i'm trying to say with that is even with the benchers you still see uh even uh, even though we won only one nothing and i think don't judge that too much the one nothing because it's a little bit uh counterindicative of what actually happened on the pitch so essentially, what I'm trying to say that the the shots on goal and the possession and the whoever was driving the match was for Genoa. And even and what I'm trying to say with this is even with the benchers, quote unquote benchers, it still happens the same way. So that gives me a good comfort type of uh, feeling that even with uh, the quality that we have on the bench, we're we're okay. I think I think that's a really good point. Um, you know, there was already rotation in the starting lineup and, and we had several players coming in um, in the second half, too, that it might have been like, wait a minute, we're getting some plays. First time we had Sabora play, I think, in a match in like two years. It's kind of actually nice to see his bleach blonde hair running around the pitch. I kind of like that. I, I know. I know. I don't know if it's bleached, actually. I, I shouldn't say that. Maybe it's no. Like, I mean, it looks like, but it's not. Um, Torre again actually got some playing time. And of course, uh, Yalchen, Puskas and, and Ramu also in there. But. To your point, you know, we had some changes in the side. 
Um, we did have a good amount of the possession. We had the, the clear advantage in, in um, shots on goal. Um, if you look at it, it was 12 shots to their five, four shots on target to, to none on their side, um, and 56 possession versus 44% possession to Spal. So consider that maybe we're not playing our, our first 11 and we're going up against the side that's still in our, you know, they're in our classification, they're in Serie B. Um, I agree with you. A 1-0 victory is, is, I think, a good result. And I don't think it's exactly indicative of our play in the, in the match. Absolutely. And uh, I have to say that it was, a, it, even though it was only a mere one nothing, it was still very pleasant. The man of the match, I'm going to have to say that it's still and always uh, uh, Albert Goodmanson. Yep. And yeah. And happy to see him uh, uh, also hefty back on the pitch as well. Me too. Yeah. I, you know, I know you and I are both hefty fans. It was good to see him. He had a good match. Um, and it'll be interesting kind of how we line up against Ternana with, with uh, Sibeli also having some decent performances in the last few matches. Right. Um, then I have to say Portanova, I don't know, still a little bit not at par of what, how I would like to see him. Has he right. ever been at a higher level? I don't know. Uh, am I starting to get used to better qualitative players and then I'm seeing him lower now? Maybe. <laughs> um, and adding to that, Yagello still a great performance. I think he was the second maybe best or up there anyways uh, um, among the general players. A great match also for Voljako. Yep. Um, yeah. And also I should say Yeboa starting uh, as a starting uh, 11. Uh, he, he was okay. I still, damn that boy, he still has to stop being so selfish. That's the only big flaw I give him. If he was, if he is, if he were to be less selfish, he'd be a better striker, better player. And even if he doesn't score with that less being selfish, he would still be well more appreciated. That's of course. I mean, if you have that build up or, or that assist, obviously you get people remember those plays too. I, I'm worried about Yebo, honestly. I, I know that at the end of last season, it seemed like Serie B would do him good and we could get more playing time out of him and you might start to see him get more confident and get more into the game. And, you know, for a lot of different reasons, it's not really happened so far in this campaign. This was a good opportunity for him to sort of show himself and show, you know, why he should at least be the number two striker in line. And I don't think he did that. Um, I thought Puskas looked better than him. Um, when he had come back on and um, you have to wonder how often we're going to be kind of calling his number in the next few matches. It's going to be a tough one. I think, I mean, he has the potential. I think yeah. uh, Blessing has to go on the kid and just start to focus on him a little bit more. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it, it, look, still want to see this guy develop. I still think there's potential, but it's starting to look like a little bit of a crowded room up front in the striker position, which is a good thing. Um, so we need to figure out like what we can do uh, to get him to come along. Again, uh, a lot of confusion at times up at front, uh, even with, uh, with, with, with Puskas when he came on, I don't know if you remember at the end of the match, yeah. uh, there's a lot of like, I don't know if I want to call that again, like selfishness or not, but there should be a little bit more. And that's, we've seen that through, we have been seeing that throughout in the last, uh, games overall so it's not only because of this specific match a little bit of confusion a little bit of selfishness and so on whether probably they need to focus a little bit more on uh starting to kick the ball from outside the box 
I'm not yeah. saying always, but starting to do that. Look at what Strutman has done. Look at that. It was, mind you, repeating that is going to be a little bit oh, difficult. That's yeah, right? that's, yeah. We may not see that again. Right. You have to see yeah, that. And I, I, it's just like, I want to see that and see that and see that. Anyways, but um, <laughs> yeah. So what I'm trying to say is like, you always, you have to try. Yeah. And if you don't, you end up being in the box with all the, as I mentioned in, a, in the last podcast or in even in the recap with, uh, with the Lega football uh, pod, that essentially you get 11 players behind the ball that are defending their balls so that the, the spaces are tight. Right. It makes it easier in a way to defend against us if we're, we're kind of sitting in that place and you're surrounded by two or three other players wearing the opposite colors. So, um, so we win. Yep. We're going to the round of 16. It's in plan for January 11th. We were just talking about that just a few minutes before the pod. Mm -hmm. So that means that they haven't determined specifically neither the date nor the time, but it's going to be either the 10th, 11th, or 12th of January. We're going to face Roma at Roma. I think, how do you feel about the draw, Fabri? I mean, obviously Roma is strong, but I feel like it's somewhat, I don't even want to say it out loud, but I feel semi-optimistic about it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I, it's, you know what? With Mourinho, I think everything is possible. Yes. Uh, in Serie A, we kind of got, had taken it from them, but at the same time, we were still not at the levels that we are today. We are in Serie B and we're nothing to be at the mid-top table of Serie A, no doubt about that. But nevertheless, I mean, depending on how they arrive to that match. Right. Sometimes yeah. you get into those matches where the bigger uh, teams are so confident and then they get uh, a rude awakening. I mean, it, it certainly could be that way. We could get either side, of course, of, of that equation, too, if they're in a bad run of form or if, if they're really kind of humming and, and they're kind of looking past us in the match. Um, it'll, it'll be an interesting one. And the winner, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm not reading that incorrectly, uh, I think it'll be uh, facing the winner between Milan and Torino. Okay. So up to the Ternana match. That is very, I'm, I'm excited and scared at the same time. So the first time I'm going to be, I'm telling you honestly, in front of everyone, I'm a little bit scared. Not terrified, but scared because Ternana is doing a very nice job. It's, it's the surprise, and we have said that throughout, uh, of, of the Campionato, uh, Campionato di Serie B. Yep. And, and Lucarelli has put, like, you know, a very nice squad out there. We're um, looking at the, 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 the top, no, second, sorry, second best, um, if I'm not mistaking it, uh, the best, second best um, goal for yes. in Serie B. And, uh, you know, um, that I, I don't really know much about Ternana. I'll be honest with you. I don't really know even too many of their, their players. But, you know, it's, um, it's, it, I'm a little bit worried. Let's put it that way. How about you? Well, I mean, it's, it's very reasonable to feel that way. I think, I mean, they've won each of their last five matches. When we were looking at the season's fixtures at the beginning of the year, we weren't circling this one and saying we got to worry about the Ternana match. But, like, right now... They're in a pretty good run of form. I mean, I think the teams they've played most recently, if you want to have some some optimism, you know, the last four matches have been maybe teams in the the lower quadrant of Serie B. Um, True. And aside for a couple of them, they've been relatively close. They did beat Parma 3-2 uh, going back earlier in 
in um i guess that was back in september now uh so they clearly have capabilities uh i i don't know much obviously they have uh Fivili. there'll be a couple of maybe familiar names casata casata as well on the on the Ternana team uh the the vegas betting line for our u.s friends uh we are uh genoa right now are are actually favored just a little bit uh to win the match and uh turn on our plus 275 uh to win it on, on that side so it's interesting to see them kind of favoring us that way um but this is going to be a good early i mean not really early now because we're going to be looking what is it, like the 10th match um but it's an important game obviously they're the team directly ahead of us if we're able to get a victory here um it should put us clearly in that that top position and maybe sharing it with a few other teams uh and and maybe position us well going forward but I don't know how to think about this one, to be honest with you, because I don't really know much about Ternana myself, uh, but they clearly have been, you know, pretty much white hot since the beginning of the season. Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we they have one draw, six wins and two losses. Yeah. Against to our five wins, three draws and one loss. Yes. But, you know, um, I don't know. Uh, do we have a good streak on the away? Uh, we're on the road again. Um, you know, it, it, and, and after that, I think they still have a big match again. I can't remember now against two, um, but uh, they have also, they have some, as you said, they just had some easy quote unquote, easy uh, matches so far. Easier. Yeah. Easier. Yeah, exactly. They have, they have body next after us. So another team in that kind of top quadrant They're I think they're equal with us on points. Um, yes, they are. So, you know, it'll be, it'll be interesting for them. Yeah. I mean, they, they've had some wins. They beat Regina earlier in the season, um, which is significant given where they are also kind of level with us on 18 points. Um, and really only had, had one loss to, to Modena of all teams, uh, which was actually a really bad loss. It was four to one to, to Modena. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious how we're going to line up for this one. I, I wonder how Ternana are going to play. I have to imagine they're going to try to go after it uh, as a team that that sees himself at the top of the table, I don't think we're going to be in some defensive struggle with this one. But what do you think? Yeah, it's going to be. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, uh, I'm using the word scared, but I don't know. Preoccupied, or you know, it's it can go either way. Let's put it that way. Um, I was looking at the uh, called up, so there is no major surprise. We have the same people that were called up for the spell match. Obviously, uh, we are not going to have Bani uh, because of the the red card that we saw and talked about uh, for against uh, Cosenza, mm -hmm. but um, we have Calvani, which is one of the, one of the, these talent, uh, talented kids from Primavera. Uh, and, you know, I, I still think that it's going to be the same formation that we saw at, uh, at Cosenza. What do you think? Except the Bani, of course. I, I, I agree. Um, I, I think, Again, um, we're starting to see where Blesson wants to go with the lineup, and I, I don't anticipate any massive kind of changes to the lineup. Uh, of course, we're going to have to with Bonnie because he's suspended. Um, you know, we were talking just a second ago, like maybe it could be interesting. Are we going to have Hefty instead of Sabelli? I don't know. Um, that's maybe the other one. That could be the only change, yeah. Kind of curious, but I, I kind of tend to think that also with it being a midweek game, we're probably going to have Sabelli and have that kind of full leg kind of type of a player. Uh, going into this one so could be you know it's that's a fair point um i think uh hefty rightfully so was put into uh, in the match against spal in midweek just to get him a little bit you know back on his feet 
after his intestine type of um, sickness that he had throughout. And uh, so I think you're right. It might be Sabelli just because he's fresher while uh, Hefti at, uh, you know, uh, after the match with us, might be a little bit, you know, still a bit more tired, but maybe, you, you know, you, you never know. And up there, I, I still think that it's going to still be the top, the, 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 the five, two, three, one. I still think uh, that that's what we're going to see. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I, I think, um, again, I, I think we've kind of found a way where maybe we want to use our our offensive players and have that formation in there. And I really have seen, obviously, we've seen a lot from Strootman in that kind of mid, the, the second layer down behind those uh, attacking midfielders and, and supporting that. And I think how he and Friendrup were kind of supporting that that offensive unit, um, it, we're seeing a lot of kind of symmetry and things that are working well there. So. I, I kind of agree. I, I feel like we're, we have our game plan at this point going into this match. Um, so it will be an interesting one. So before we wrap up this express episode, um, let's call it. Let's see what you think. What's your prediction? So I think um, I think Ternana will at least get on the score sheet with this one, just given how they've been in a, in a good run of form. They've had uh, at least two goals in the last three matches. Um, I believe the the match will finish uh, 2-1 to Genoa. I think it will be um, not Strootman with an amazing wonder goal this time, but I do think we'll also have, once again, a goal from Coda, and I think Yagello will have a, a, another one. I think he's been involved, but maybe in some cases unlucky. Are we going to have a goal from one of the X's or no? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it would be wonderful to see that, but we'll see, I guess. Um, I, I, I think... I think he'll be involved in, in the buildup and maybe getting it that way. So kind of progressing the ball forward. Uh, but yeah, two, one to Genoa is, is what I think. Uh, what is your thought? I'm going to be a little bit more conservative um, this time around. I, as that scared him that I said to you before, I don't want to say that too much because now it's going to start to be like too I know. heavy. We have to be careful. <laughs> so I'm going to say it's going to end one, one. Okay. Just because it's going to be an open face match, it's going to be, you know, both sides are going to analyze each other and try the, the fear of not making the goal, of yeah. not getting the goal. Yeah, but we're going to be able to, I think we're going to be the first ones to score. They're going to catch up soon after with the tie. And then it's just going to end 1-1. The heart says that I want to win, but that's most likely how I see where it's going. Yeah, I could totally see that. And, and the now, only, one interesting statistic I will leave our listeners with is if looking at a waveform alone, and you mentioned this a second ago, actually, Fabri, but we are actually uh, second in the table in terms of away points, only behind Bari with 12 points out of five matches, with the one, of course, being the loss to Palermo. So awesome. Um, and, and a four, plus four goal difference. So I wish we could replay that pl- match against Palermo. It just it so unfair. Feel, yeah, there's a lot about that that didn't go the way that I think it should have gone nothing against Palermo mind you right they didn't do anything wrong itself it was just like a, 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 a an amount of, of unlucky events unfortunate yeah. events <laughs> yeah so just last thing next matches for match day 10 Matt match day 10 that's unbelievable Isn't it anyways crazy? yeah <laughs> we're one quarter of the way so we're starting to see the shape of it still early but we're starting to see some shape so we have uh Brescia Venezia Como Benevento, Frosinone Bari. So that'll be interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Regina Perugia. So we have to watch that Perugia kind of gets their act together now that their coach has been recalled, uh, the original coach. Spal yep. Cosenza. So 
let's hope that our friends from Cosenza are going to get some points there. Yep. Sud Tirol Parma. So if before you would think Parma would have had a, like a clean sheet on this one, now I don't know, right? It's amazing. I mean, Sud Tirol have not lost a, a single match in their last five. And Unbelievable. They're, they're only two points behind Parma as well. So, I mean, could you imagine if we, at the end of the match day, you have Sud Tirol above Parma in the table? Amazing. Anyways, and then we have Palermo Cittadella. We're still the two sleeping, I don't know if you want to call them giants, but, you know, two active type of, uh, of, of uh, teams. Pisa Modena. Modena has totally waken up. Pisa yeah. is about to. So I think it's another interesting match. And last but not least, we have Ascoli Cagliari. I'm, I'm kind of glad actually you highlighted Modena and Pisa because that might not sound like the sexiest match out there. And I think if anybody looked at the table earlier in the season, you saw Modena towards the bottom. Pisa have still stayed there, although they're not sitting solely on last anymore. And you're looking at it. I mean, look, this is a talented team in Pisa. They've managed three draws and a win in their last four. Um, it's a potentially winnable game. Modena have won their last three. So we'll see what happens. Alrighty. So I guess let's wrap for this express episode. Uh, please follow us always on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and definitely on our podcast on uh, all of your um, um, podcast uh, preference, whichever that might be. Come follow us and, and give uh, Lego Football a little shout too if you guys have not checked them out yet. Absolutely. So we'll see you guys next week after the match of uh, Ternana Genoa. And always, as usual, for, for Genoa. Genoa. There we go. You've listened to La Lanterna, a spotlight on Italian football, a podcast powered by Genoani Siresta. Thank you for listening and see you next week. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.